Guys, call your fathers because it's, it's Daddy's 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 Day. It is, in fact, Daddy's Day. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me on a fine Daddy's Day. You know, we've been doing Daddy's Day here at Pot Awful for eight years now. It's an incredible holiday. I have always had a love for fathers, for dads. I find the idea of a dad so funny. It always makes me laugh. My own dad makes me laugh. He's the inspiration for why I do comedy. And I can't help but think about it when other guys out there just refuse to be dads. I don't know if you know this. A lot of you, if you're my regular viewers here, you already are aware. I have two sons. I'm sorry. I had two sons. Uh, As you may know, just a couple days before the protests started and George Floyd was killed, my two sons, um, Cornelius and Shabazz, were killed by a racist cop who they were actually playing out in the front yard and They were spraying each other with a water hose and the cop drove by and he saw them out there. They were just having fun, just being normal, sweet, beautiful kids. And this black cop got out of his car and took out a machine gun from the trunk of the car, approached the children, offered them candy. And then when they accepted the candy, he said, here, eat this. And he annihilated them in a hailstorm of bullets that turned them into what could only be described as hamburger meat. So I, as a former father, am very affected when I think of Father's Day. And it makes me want to talk about a guy from the internet. This guy, he sort of minces about in these conservative-leaning circles Uh, you know, making a fool of himself on the internet. People make fun of him, and they love making fun of this guy. And uh, he, for some reason, despite the fact that he's in his 30s, he refuses to have children. And while that sounds like a lot of the goons we make fun of on this show, I'm talking specifically about Steven Crowder. Steven is married. That's the strange thing. I don't know why a guy who has a pretty attractive, hot wife wouldn't want to have children with her. I just, I can't figure this one out. You know, I look at this picture of him kissing her, and clearly he's enjoying it. Clearly this is a guy who has no sort of obsession with uh, his sexuality and which way it may lean. So I just don't understand why a guy, he's almost, he's essentially my age. He's a little bit younger than me. Why wouldn't he want to have kids too? And, you know, I hear all these nasty, nasty rumors on the internet that Steven Crowder is, I don't even want to say it, it's so appalling considering he's a man of God, but the scuttlebutt on the street is that Steven Crowder is elegant, okay? He's sort of an elegant kind of guy, you know? He's one of these guys. He's a a type of guy who likes to put on a costume, okay? So 
I thought to myself, there's no way. A man who prays to God, goes to church, is so close, has so many family values, there's no way this is a secret, closeted gay guy. And then the leaks happened. I don't know if you've heard about this. This is a little bit old news at this point, but I want to get into this. We're going to talk about this tonight. There's a guy from Fox News named Greg Gutfeld, okay? A guy that my dad probably likes to watch. We're going to talk to my dad later in the show, too. And this guy, Greg Gutfeld, he had some DMs from Twitter leaked where he's talking about Steven Crowder. And we're going to get into these DMs, but one of them, the first one here says, and there's still time for Crowder to grow up. When he finally comes out and marries his personal trainer. Ooh, sassy boy. Wow. Okay, so Greg Gutfeld, a guy who has worked with Steven Crowder. You know, Steven Crowder used to be on Fox News. He was their youngest contributor ever. For some reason, Greg Gutfeld believes Steven Crowder's gay. I don't know why. I don't know how you could think a guy is is got anything weird going on. A guy like Steven with the family values where... He's actually so morally consistent that he went on the internet and wrote an entire article about why it's good to save yourself for marriage. A man who admitted in front of the internet that he was a virgin until he was 25 and expected no consequences. There's no possible way that this guy could be a closeted fancy lad. So I thought, you know what? Let's not even focus on Steven and whether or not he's ever going to be a dad, it just wouldn't be right. Instead, let's focus on Steven's dad. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but Papa Crowder, as he calls him, is actually in the background of a lot of Steven's videos. Steven's interviewed him. I've got an interview here he does with him. We'll play that later in the show as well. But Papa Crowder's always kind of mysteriously hanging around in the background. You see him just just out of frame in a lot of these videos. He's almost always there when it comes to Steven's big change my mind videos. So here's my change my mind. I believe there is strong evidence to suggest that Steven Crowder's dad, Darren Crowder, actually runs his show and his life. As a matter of fact, the reason... It seems that Steven sits around smoking big stogies all day isn't just for their cylindrical shape. It's because he's got a daddy complex. You see, Steven's dad is a man's man. He's a big guy. He was into sports. And Steven wanted to be in the theater. So I think is a coping mechanism to make himself seem like the goody boy that his daddy wanted him to be, Stephen started acting overly manly, taking on his father's political aspirations, his political ideals. Now, this show tonight is not political, by the way. I don't give a hell of a damn who you're going to vote for in the election or anything. I'm not voting, okay? Why would I vote? My children were murdered. I couldn't be 
asked one way or another when it comes to politics or anything like that. This isn't against Steven Crowder or the right or anything. I'm going to play evidence from both sides of the aisle that says that Steven Crowder might have something weird going on in his life, and all of it points back to Steven Crowder's daddy. Steven Crowder's dad, Darren Crowder, runs louder with Crowder. Change my mind. Now, later in the show, we're also going to get into some other goons who are dads, and we will be calling my dad. So if you're a dad, hats off to you. Celebrate the dads out there. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Awful. Pot Awful TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Awful, fuck you, faggot. Pot boy. You scam artist, you douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. I'm Jesse from Pot Awful. Remember me? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jesse. Uh, thank you for joining me live for this one. All the dads and grads out there make some noise. So we are going to get into the Steven Crowder stuff. Before we do, we're live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time over at podawful.tv. Let's check in with the chat room, see what they're saying in there. We got to have a live chat. So uh, dickhead, they say the intro song is extra appropriate for Crowder. You know, we might have to talk about that intro song at the end of the show tonight. You're a gay animal. His dad was in the gay mafia, and he told Steven that he had to whack off a guy. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know about that. Not gay, Jesse. Daddy's home. All right, listen. Let's get into the program tonight, shall we? So, Steven Crowder, there's been some leaks. These leaks are insane. You know, if you don't know Greg Gutfeld, he's, again, from Fox News. He had a show called Red Eye. Now he's got a show called The Five. And he knows Steven Crowder personally, and he has a lot to say in secret about Steven Crowder. So, of course, the first one here, and there's still time for Crowder to grow up when he finally comes out and marries his personal trainer. So it's pretty clear here that Greg believes that Steven is, in fact, a fancy lad. But let's see what else he has to say. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just joking. You know, he's a jokester. They have him on Fox News because he's such a funny guy. So let's see. Maybe he was just joking around. Here's some more stuff. He says, no, he wouldn't. He has issues. Yikes. Okay. Well, you don't want to hear that you've got issues. I met him at a bar once, and he sat sat Indian style on the floor in the middle of a crowded bar. Listen, sometimes you dance. If you're a dancing machine like Crowder, you know, eventually you're going to get tired. And if you really know how to conserve your energy, if you are a conservative 
kind of guy, you know you drop in place immediately. It's like stop, drop, and roll. You just immediately go into Indian position in the middle of a crowded bar. I imagine that. Imagine walking, because this is, they're not going to like a private bar, okay? He's talking about sometime in New York City, too. That's where they were at here. So in the middle of New York City, you walk into a bar, and there's Steven Crowder sitting in the middle of the floor, Indian-style, playing with jacks. So uh, the guy responding to him says, Ha, that's insane. And then Greg Gutfeld says, He also, no joke, ordered milk. Man after my own heart. What's the problem with that? I don't know. Listen, I don't drink, okay? But I've been to bars. You know, when you're a guy who doesn't drink, and I'm not a teetotaler or anything, and I don't care that other people drink. I don't give a shit what you do with your life. You know, if you want to jump off a bridge and splatter all over an orphanage so that the orphans have to see it, and then a window washer has to come and just scrape your eyeballs off the windows while the kids sit there and they're reminded of the deaths of their parents, I don't care. I don't drink. I just don't want to but I've been to many bars because when you're the guy who doesn't drink, you're the odd man out. You can't be weird about it. It's not allowed. It just doesn't make sense to be weird about it. So I would go to bars with all the friends, you know, and they're all drinking and I'd sit there and here's what you do, okay? You order a soda. (laughs) Even if you don't want to drink, you order one soda. You don't order Dr. Pepper after Dr. Pepper, like some 30-somethings who will never have children claim. You just order one soda, you very slowly sip it, and it's just for the look, okay? It's like Will Smith with a cigar. He don't light it, he just bite it. And that way, no one's uncomfortable with you being there. You know, I had to go on a date one time, and she was like, let's meet at this bar. And I was like, okay. And when we got there, I was like, listen, I don't drink. I don't care if you do. Drink something, I'm gonna order something, it's fine. What you could never possibly order. And frankly, as a guy who doesn't drink, I didn't even know bars had milk. You don't order milk. And I'll tell you why. Because they're going to put it in a tall, clear, frosty glass. And you're going to look like a goo-goo-ga-ga baby the whole time. Goobble-gobble, goobble-gobble. It's weird, man. As a guy who doesn't drink, even I can admit, that's weird. All right? But... Other side, Uh, you know, let's play both. Let's talk about both sides here. Fair and balanced, Fox News. Maybe he ordered milk because he's so manly that he was thinking about his wife's tits. Ooh, he couldn't get the idea of her tetons out of his head. You know, he's just sitting there thinking of her tater tots going, gulp. Oh, wait, that can't possibly be the case because she's never been pregnant because, yikes, I don't know. Um, What are they saying in the chat room? Milk drinker, LOL. I do drink and I didn't even know that. So somebody who doesn't, who does drink, didn't even know they had milk. I guess they do have like those, uh, what are they called, white Russians or whatever. Doesn't that have milk in it? I'm revealing how little I know about alcohol here, I know. But it never occurred to me. Like, I I couldn't be at a bar... (laughs) I don't, I don't think I could go to a restaurant and assume they have milk unless it's a breakfast place. You know, if I was at the finest dining, Applebee's, 
And we were sitting there, and I was sitting there with a date. And I was like, damn, you know what I really want right now? Some of that milk. <laughs> damn, my bones be feeling extra weak right now. I need to thicken these bad boys up. What am I going to get? I know, some milk. I would then take two seconds and go, before the waiter even comes over, as he's approaching, I go, wait a second. I'm in an adult establishment. They don't have milk. <laughs> I guess I'll get water. I would never make the assumption that anywhere has milk, especially not a bar. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Why is it got to be white? Listen, he could have gotten chocolate milk, but I personally, I've heard Steven's stance on George Floyd. I don't think he's getting chocolate milk. Okay, so Greg Gutfeld goes on to say, this is fun, isn't it? Isn't it cool when there's leaks? When leaks, leaks happen? I hope more guys leak stuff about Steven. There's guys out there who have dirt on Crowder. You know, he fired his producer guy, Not Gay Jared, which, again, Crowder named him that, Not Gay Jared. Okay, man. But that guy is sitting on a mountain of secrets, and he's just not talking. I guess he signed an NDA or something, some sort of not, not, don't disparage me, don't let everybody know I'm in the closet agreement. I don't know. There's other guys too, though. There's a lot of guys, Crowder's fired, that are sitting on mountains of possibly video evidence of Crowder's crimes, and... They're just not talking. One day it's all going to come out. So Gutfeld says, which would be cool if it wasn't him. Now, I don't know what he's talking about there. He wants to be a star and hates everyone who took that risk, and he didn't. He calls himself a comedian but doesn't perform. That's how the Schumer thing started. I would not let him call himself a comedian on my show. So Steven was trying to bill himself when he was on Red Eye as comedian Steven Crowder. Meanwhile, he'd only done a handful of stand-up. It'd be like me saying I'm a stand-up. It's just not true. And Amy knew that. I hated him for saying he performs. Okay, so that's just some gay... Com- Who cares, man? Comedians talking about, oh, he's a civilian. Don't care. Let's see what else he says. Okay, now we're into something. Now we're into something. Gutfeld says, his musical thing was so painful, I wanted to cry for his family, and he's in love with his body. Methinks he's got an issue with his sexuality which is fine. That's a quote. That's not, uh, it wasn't my addition. That is what Gutfeld said. Me thinks he's got an issue with his sexuality, which is fine. That's fine. I mean, he's doing a Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I hate coffee culture as much as I hate pot culture. Oh my God. I'm right there with you, Lock Robster. I have no idea how it's involved with anything we're talking about right now, but I'm absolutely on your side with that one. Uh, Okay, so he's in love with his body. Let's focus in on that for a second. When a guy starts paying a little too much attention to his own body, I'm not saying like, hey, man, make yourself look nice, keep yourself together, whatever. But we all know that ledge, you just, you walk over it, and the second you go over it, there's no coming back. You all know somebody like that. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. 
But there's a certain point where you as a man pay so much attention to your body, you are now a lady. All right? I'm not, I don't make the rules. I just enforce them with an iron fist and a heavy knee, if you know what I'm talking about. So I think there's something to that. I think he's trying to tell you, listen, this is a guy who hangs out at the gym, you know? He goes for a schwitz every once in a while. He's in there for a few hours. I've seen him at the spa more than twice a week, if you catch my drift, okay? He's, a, he's an eligible bachelor, they used to say. I think is what is being hinted at here. So this guy says, yeah, any chance he can get, he's shirtless or in drag, tight yoga pants. So everybody's noticing this. You know, we all bring this up. Crowder loves putting on costumes. I've said it. Revenge of the Sis has said it. Everybody says it about Crowder. They're all noticing. This isn't just like an, an insular thing where we're on the outskirts of society. Everybody else is going, <laughs> we sure do love those costumes. That's funny stuff, man. Everybody's a little like, okay, I mean, how many morph suits can one 32-year-old man own? How many, do you have two Little Bo Peep costumes? What was the parody there again? If you start to trace back the parodies Steven Crowder is doing when he wears these dresses, you go, that was tenuous at best. Really, you could have done it without the dress, like, you know, Weird Al, he's the king of parody. I can think of a handful of times, maybe, he's worn a dress. Crowder, you're doing it every single week. So Gutfeld says, but it's so obvious to everyone but him, which is usually the truth. And then he, he agrees with the guy. He goes, yes, he's always like a Chippendale. <laughs> This is a guy who, I mean, you have to read it in the tone that he said it in. It's very important because you, if you really read it with that tone, you can hear how put off and sickened by the whole affair it is. Like they've, people who know Crowder are tired of it. They've had enough. They're like, yes, thank you. Yet, why is he always shirtless? I found something on the internet, by the way. On Facebook, you know, Steven Crowder's got a brother named Jordan. And Jordan is sort of, from what I can tell, he's a little black sheep of the family because he wants to be a filmmaker, but he hasn't made it. You know, Steven Crowder's kind of made it. He's a well-known guy. He's a celebrity. But Jordan Crowder, I think dad kind of threw him by the wayside because he's like, look at these little films. They're nothing. Anyway, I was looking at, at Jordan Crowder's films, and in one of them, Stephen plays a part in it, and on the poster, Stephen is completely naked, except for some little tiny whiteies, and he's sitting there just showing off his little body, and he's not like super built or anything either. He's just showing off his little body. It's, I don't know, man. It's weird. It, to me, it's weird. I don't know, but Greg Gutfeld agrees with me. He goes on to say, and he was only at Fox News for like six months. We all hated him. So he's this smarmy, snot-nosed little brat. They can't stand him. 
and he acts like he was a badass who left Fox News. No, none of us could stand him. Somebody says his Captain America skit is very revealing. I haven't seen that, but we've talked about Crowder and his costumes before in the show. We had a whole episode, and our theory is he's sexually attracted to Superman. Not just like, I mean, just like the idea of Superman, that I think at some point he had a sexual awakening while watching a little bit of Lois and Clark, The New Adventures. Because, number one, Dean Cain is a frequent guest on Crowder's show. But another thing is, you know, he does try to keep them traps big. He tries to get them big muscles. Just the showy muscles, though. You can tell he's not strong. He's just got a little bit of show. And he's got, that, he's got just enough pump in him that he could put on the Superman outfit and have on the little red tights and the little cape and mince about and have a good time. But he also, he loves having that little curl of hair. The spit curl in his hair. To me, you add it all together, he's a super sexual, okay? And that does not mean a good thing. Now, we've got more from Gutfeld here. He says, I think so. I had a weird chat with, oh, this is incredible. I had a weird chat with him before he got married, and it made me uncomfortable because I didn't know him well enough for that. Now, what is this weird chat? What would make you so uncomfortable? Greg Gutfeld. He says, he was asking me what I thought of the looks of his fiance. <laughs> he says, my God, how fucked up is that? She is beautiful, and she is. She's a very beautiful lady. Why would you not try to have kids with this lady? She is beautiful, but he couldn't judge. It was like he was shopping for a car and was asking a friend to take it for a test drive. I nodded and wondered how I got into this mess. So imagine being in that scenario where like a workmate you hate comes to you and goes, hey, man, take a look at this. Hey, uh, let me show you something here. You, uh, you ever seen a, a looker like this? She's a real dandy, ain't she? She's a real beaut. And you're like, what are you saying? What is, are these old-timey, have you ever spoken to a woman? What's happening? Well, she's a real looker, ain't she? I mean, uh, do you think I should marry her? Aren't you engaged? Are you already engaged to marry? What do you mean? You're not sure? Yes, she's beautiful. Oh, she is beautiful. Okay, yeah, no, I knew that. I also, I also thought she was beautiful. We're in the same, but we agree she's beautiful. Okay, so cool. All right, so we all know then that she's beautiful. So that leads me into the insane article <laughs> that Steven Crowder wrote when he was 25 years old and got married. It's called Waiting Till the Wedding Night Getting married the right way. Now listen, if you want to be abstinent, okay, fine. If you want to wait till marriage, okay, fine. But let's put history into perspective here. You know, this is sort of an old-timey, old-fashioned value, right? Waiting until marriage. Keep in mind, when they used to wait till marriage, they got married 
where the guy was like 18 and the girl was 12. So, you know, I mean, being a virgin till you're 18, I wouldn't do it. But fairly normal, fairly normal. Being a virgin until you're 25 years old and then writing an article telling everyone how badass you are for being a virgin until you're 25 years old is insane. We ain't gonna have sex. We ain't gonna have sex. We can't have sex now because it's virgin for life. So <laughs> let's read this ridiculous article. Just a little bit of it, just to give you an idea if you've never seen it. As anyone who's read my abstinence column here... Oh my God, he had an entire column about this? What, Crowder, what are you thinking? As anyone <laughs> who's read my abstinence... How many articles can you even write about this? Hey, don't have sex until you're married. That's it, you're done. It's literally a one-sentence story. As anyone who's read my abstinence column here at Fox News Opinion could guess, my wedding is something that I've looked forward to for quite some time. I love when the veil falls. Like, these, all these wait-till-marriage guys, too, their whole thing becomes like, I couldn't wait until my wedding, that honeymoon, baby, where I could finally get my knob wet. Oh, I'm just trying to slick my bishop so bad. It's like, I thought you were like a godly values guy. You were only getting married so you could finally do it. How about you just do it like everybody else? I don't know. I've looked forward to it for quite some time. After having tied the knot at the end of August, ew, don't say tied the knot. Okay, to me, when a half gay guy says tied the knot, I'm thinking about a different balloon knot. Tied the knot at the end of August. I can say, I can now say beyond all shadow of a doubt that it was everything I'd hoped and prayed that it would be since childhood. I'd also prayed to be bitten by a radioactive spider. And, oh my, God, I'm not even reading the rest of that sentence. This is nuts. So you're, you're 24 years old and you're kneeling at the foot of your bed doing your nightly prayers to God, who you believe in. <laughs> and you go, <laughs> and you go, dear God, please keep my family safe and bless my fiance, Hillary, who is the most precious thing to me. And please, God, make her pussy rockin' for our honeymoon night. Make her boobs the most awesome boobs I've ever seen. And please make sure that when I put my penis into her vagina, I do not immediately blow my load. Amen. Thank you. I don't know how you end a call to God. What Do you kiss him? <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know. I'm not sure how this works. He says, let me preface this column by saying this. My wife, I have to get used to saying that. And I not only waited sexually in every way, no, we didn't pull the Bill Clinton and technically avoid sex sex, but we didn't shack up as live-ins, and most importantly, we courted each other in a way that was consistent with our publicly professed values. Hey, Crowder, let me let you in on a secret. No, she didn't. <laughs> okay? <laughs> let me tell you something. That girl that you married, that Hillary... Shoot, there's no chance. 
sense, man. There's just, I don't, unless she's like Mormon or something. I guess maybe, maybe she did. But there ain't no way she wasn't a popular girl at school, okay? Slick my bishop, Jesse Gross. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of the way Steven Crowder would say his prayers. Slick your bishop. I mean, this is, it's a, that's a church talk, okay? That's God talk. You know, get my Pope hat wet. That's just talking like God. He must have felt so dumb when he finally did it and realized what he had missed out on. You know, I'm wondering, like he ba- he had sex 10 years after me, like an entire decade. I kind of wonder, when you're an adult losing your virginity, I would kind of think at that point you'd be like, Okay, what was I even like? This isn't even that worth it, man. I mean, you know, sex is great, but it's not that great. Like, imagine waiting your whole life until you're 50 years old to like go on a roller coaster. Yeah, I mean, you'll it'll be a little bit of a thrill. You'll be like, oh my god, you'll have that anticipation waiting up. But then at the end of it, you'll be like, what? I was scared to do that. Babies do this. Okay, hang on a second. I'm not. Wait, wait a second. Do not Dalia me, okay? That is not what I meant. Anyway, okay, so he was a virgin until he was 25. His friends think he's, or co-workers, think he's gay. There's a lot of people on the internet who think he's gay, and I've been sitting on this theory for a very long time. I, I've mentioned it on the show before. It's not really the first time we've talked about this. That Steven Crowder's dad controls not just his business, not just the content of his show, he does control that, but his entire life. I even have reason to believe Stephen might still live with his parents. I know that sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy to say a married man lives with his mom and dad But there is evidence toward this on the internet, okay? So let's do this first. Let's go to the interview with Papa Crowder, all right? And let's get to know Papa Crowder a little bit, and then we'll go into more of the evidence for all of these wild claims. It's just a little get-to-know-you kind of segment. Time for some uh, stories from Papa Crowder. Steven, man, a genius of comedy. He sat there and he told his producer guy, when you introduce my dad, play Big Papa, people are going to laugh. And you know why it's funny? Because he's not a black person. Isn't that so funny? Isn't it so funny when a white person is involved in like rap and listens to it? That's wild. Hey, uh, if you're a true player. That's wild. Papa Crowder, you know, people have been saying they want to hear some of your, your stories. And I kind of touched upon this briefly before, but I wanted you to be able to tell it. So first off, set the stage for people who, who don't know. You were, you were born, you were raised in Detroit. Great start. I mean, he born was apparently he was born. So good. Got that part out of the way. Now, let me get this straight. Now, Dad, <laughs> let me get this straight. You were born, right? Okay? Like you in like I was born, right? And then but before that, or is it after? Were you born? Who was born first? Me or you? Oh, that's right. Born in we're in Sacramento? Yeah, born in California on an Air Force base, came to Detroit before I even knew it. So Right. So what were you, about a, a year, two years? Year. And was it Detroit? Was it Mount Pleasant? Was no. it not a suburb. <laughs> no. No. no way. Okay. No. No the, way. the D. The middle of hell. 
<laughs> no, wait, before this. His dad's from the D. Uh, Crowder must be getting excited. I want you to tell, before I go through this, so Detroit, but yes, but we'll go back to it. Tell them the story that you told me about the guy at Kroger. Oh, that's a class. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just yes, uh, yesterday, yesterday, I go to Kroger, and, and it, it was about 60, 40, 40% people wearing masks a week ago. Okay. Now it's almost 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you know, employees, uh, patrons, everybody's walking around in masks. And I go through and I do my self-checkout at one end. Coming out of the store, everybody's got masks. And at the self-check at the exit is a guy about 6'6", 300 pounds, Ooh. with a lit stogie in his cheek, <laughs> scanning his stuff. With a, with a, a heart. These Crowder boys love being tall and smoking cigarettes. Their two favorite activities, smoking a stogie, and being tall. By the way, I think Crowder's lying about his height. Pretty screw you. Yeah. Yeah. A series just, of decisions. Just tucked I love back it. in there, and he's just like, letting, yeah. like a mosquito chaser. And when you told me that, I said, "Wait, wait, where was?" I said, "Where was this?" You, you, inside Kroger. Inside the store. Inside Kroger. <laughs> smoking a stogie. He brought the cigar with him. Yeah. Stuck it in the cup holder. And drove Steve, the Steve said, "There are so many statements being made." Yeah. I thought that's a guy who probably yes. had a fight with his wife and was just looking for someone else yeah. to like come at him. Like, I've, yeah. have you ever had those moments like, where you have a fight with your family and you're just out there and you're like, "All right, I'm not anymore. Bring it. Someone. I don't care." I'll get milk, milk and eggs, honey, but I'm taking my stogie, damn it. <laughs> Lit cigar. Okay. And so, actually, I want to stop this for a second. You're kind of getting to know Papa Crowder. So they're like, again, they're men's men. That's the idea here. I mentioned the height thing. Let me just go ahead and show this to you. I've been stalking Stephen Crowder's family's Facebook profiles, and I found this photo from, it looks like, I don't know, somebody's wedding or anniversary or something. Now, the internet lists Stephen Crowder as being six foot two. But if you look here at this picture, he's the shortest one of the men in his family, okay? That's his brother all the way on the other side. There's his dad. And he's shorter than them. Now, I have seen some evidence on the internet where his dad is listed as being six three. His brother is listed... Oh, sorry, 6'2". His brother is listed as being like 6'1", 6 feet, something like that. And listen, I know you can't trust what the listings say on the internet. But I did find a thing where his own dad is saying he is 6'2", and yet his dad is two inches taller than him in this photo. I mean, look at tiny Steven. Look at his little body. Look at that body. He looks like Chewy for crying out loud. Look at this guy. You're telling me that's a six-something guy? I kind of think they're lying about Steven Crowder's height. I don't know. You tell me. He looks... Doesn't it look like he's wearing his dad's suit in this? <laughs> that he is... I think he's playing dress-up to be his daddy. Okay? Look at that. Look at his... <laughs> look at his tuchus holding on for dear life to these giant pants. They're about to fall to his ankles at any moment. You could easily see walking into this wedding reception or whatever, going into the bathroom. You walk up, you see the urinal. There's Steven holding his coattails up, his shirt up, the pants around his ankles, and him peeing into the urinal. His, his entire butt hanging out. And uh, he turns around, and he's like, oh, sorry, did you, uh, you want to be here? Or you, I mean, jump in if you want. He offers you to use the urinal at the same time as him. I don't know. I think he's shorter. I think he's lying. He's got lifts in. He is 6'2 in heels. 
I'm very tall, says Pete Art. <laughs> is that are you just bragging or is that in reference to how tall he is? I don't know. Cool. Hey man. To all my tall dads out there. Happy Father's Day. Okay. Let's go back to the interview here. No one said a word, you no, said. No, he was a mountain of a man. He yeah. didn't care. <laughs> A mountain of a man. Ooh, doesn't that just tickle your fans? Yeah. There's no stopping him. I scan this. <laughs> Chucking it in the bag. Oh, didn't care. I want to meet it. that man. Okay. Yeah. What? What? I didn't even hear that the first time I watched this. Steven just quietly goes, I want to meet that man. Uh, listen to that again. Mountain of a man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's a mountain of a man smoking that stogie. Listen to Crowder. Fair. <laughs> Yeah. There's no stopping him. I scan this. Yeah. Chucking it in the bag. Oh, Didn't care. I want to Love meet it. that man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, should we play that one more time? I feel like, let's see that one more time again. It doesn't mean anything. He's got a beautiful wife. Gosh, I'm just jealous. Boy, who's ever thought of having a beautiful blonde wife before? Not me. So clearly, I'm just jealous. He is not a fancy lad. He is not elegant. He's not a sassy boy. Let's see. Uh, Chucking it in the bag. Uh, Didn't care. I want to meet that man. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) I want to meet that man. Okay. He notices the entire room gets quiet. So he's like, okay. So anyway, back to man stuff. So you were raised in, in Detroit proper. Uh, and then I'm always um, on for the Detroit bits. Everyone. Well, no, I just wanted people to know. So you were raised in That's Detroit right. because a lot of times mm-hmm. people say they're from Detroit, but they're not really from Detroit. Right. No. And then I, just, you, I need I need people to know you're from. Black Detroit. That's the that's the meaning here. No, my dad's from a black place. You know where black people live. He's sort of like if I play Big Papa, it kind of makes sense because my dad's from the D. It's so cold in the D. How the fuck do we post a keep pee? You played hockey at a very high level, and you, and yeah. you, well, you played at U of M, and you were very high you were level. A- so this is so funny. He starts doing that, like my dad could beat up your dad, kind of thing, you know, where he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah. So you played hockey at a very, very high level. You're sort of, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you're one of the greats, you know. I, Wayne Gretzky, Darren Crowder. The other guy, I don't know who plays hockey. So, yeah, you sort of, you played at a high level, and his dad's like, no, not really, I don't know. No, dad, you don't understand. You did, okay? Let me me clarify something. You did, okay? We're on camera, so if you could just, you know, you did. Like, if I say you did, then for the audience, if you could just, you know, you did. So <laughs> he's not, I think his dad just kind of rolls with it. He's like, okay, Steven, sure. Whatever you say, buddy. And he pats him on his head and puts his jacket around Steven's arms because he looks cold. Got a scholarship. And then yes. his uncle, uh, well, sorry, my uncle played hockey, but not nearly as a high level. But when you were my young, older brother, your older player. brother, my mm-hmm. uncle played hockey. And you were both my, uh, your brother, my uncle. He's mine. I love him. I love our uncle. Remember that photo I just showed you? I didn't even put this together until just now. That photo I just showed you, Jordan Crowder, Steven's brother, on his mom and dad's side. Steven Crowder was on the uncle and aunt's side behind the uncle. Maybe there's something with this uncle thing. I don't know. Say uncle. 
pretty athletic. Happy Uncle's Day, by the way. I mean, back then it was unheard of for people to be training and living the kind of life that you did. You were very into it. That's true. And then what? It was a focus. I wasn't a guy that played a lot of sports. I played one as best I could. So right. I prepared for it. Yeah. But then, well, he says that. But then yeah. I remember we went to the batting cages in Grand Bend, yeah. Ontario. Okay, here it comes. Here's my dad's a mountain of a man. My dad's Bill Brasky. He's Chuck Norris. You know, when my dad walks down the street, it leaves footprints a mile long. And uh, we had some people that love family, friends, lovely, but they did baseball. Uh, Wrong. Effect- no, they did baseball, effect- not professionally, but they played very oh. high-level ball. Oh, okay. And my dad was very high-level. Stephen keeps saying this thing of high-level. No, he's a, like a high-level sport. Steven doesn't know what a sport is. He's never watched sports. He's a theater boy. He's like, how do I what? Yep. So he's, he's being like, humble here. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get any of these athletic jeans, by the way. Uh, he's being humble. I was. He kept I, them all for himself. He kept them all for himself. So, but he was well, very good. He says good. that, but other kids are maybe into Little League Baseball or football or whatever. Steven wanted to do stand-up when he was four. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know he's doing- Okay, now listen, there's a little bit of animosity in that voice there. You know, other kids, they wanted to play baseball, football, cool stuff. Steven wanted to, and he literally did the hand wave, like, kind of, a little gay. (laughs) He wanted to do stand-up when he was, like, four, you know? He wanted to do stand-up when he was four. You know what this means. (laughs) Everybody knows what this is. Watch that again. Maybe in the Little League Baseball. Look at He's doing it. He's doing it. He kept them all for himself. He kept them all for himself. But he was was But other kids are maybe in the Little League Baseball (laughs) or football or whatever. Steven wanted to do stand-up when he was four. (laughs) Yeah, I know. know? And he goes, when he was four. And he makes a face like, God, if only. If only either of my sons wanted to do something cool, play hockey. He's doing a Seinfeld impression. That was a flop. So, um, <laughs> but, he, but, he's, but he's great at His dad didn't laugh at that. Everybody in the room laughed at that like it was a joke. His dad just took that seriously. Jiu-jitsu, he doesn't brag on himself enough. I will, everyone knows. He's no, high, high no, level no, no, at that. No, yeah. So he says he's great at jujitsu. Now, this is where things start to get a little strange. Steven Crowder's dad does jujitsu. Uh, but even Brendan tore your biceps. Uh, Which is, of course, the type of martial art where you rub around on another man while pulling him closely to you. Steven and his dad practice jujitsu together. They put each other in leg locks. So, Steven, there has been a time. I just want you to picture this the way it's meant to be pictured. There has been a time on this earth, okay, while you existed... On the exact same planet, over in Plano, Texas, Steven Crowder's father had his head in Steven's crotch while Steven held him as tightly as possible, okay? Could you even, on this Father's Day, this Daddy's Day 8, could you ever picture your dad having the back of his head pressed snugly against your penis and balls, the technical term, balls, could you even imagine that? That has happened not once, not twice, multiples of times to Steven and his dad. They've traded places crotch grinding with their ears, okay? They're trying to hear the ocean in each other's scrotums. It's not a good look. It's very scary. So (laughs) let's get into some of the Evidence, shall we? And I can show you Stephen's dad doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, actually. Let me open that up real quick. So here's his dad doing the jiu-jitsu. By the way, his dad started doing jiu-jitsu when he was how old? Let me take a look at this. 
it says here in this uh, thing, Stephen made this very long Facebook post four years ago, and it's actually got something very revealing in it, but I want to see the part where he started. He started training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitively in his 50s, okay? His dad today is 60 years old, which means Stephen's dad didn't start doing jiu-jitsu until Stephen started doing jiu-jitsu when they were both big, strapping, grown men. All right, now, could be they just like choking the life out of other men and it's not even kind of sexual. Could be. Let me read to you this article, okay? Stephen posts this April 2nd, 2016. It's his dad's birthday. Today is a special one. It's my dad's Pops Crowder to those who listen to slash watch the show. By the way, having a nickname for your dad like that, Pops Crowder, he doesn't call his dad Pops. He's never called him that. He started doing that for the show. You know what I call my dad? Dad! And that's it. I don't, I don't even acknowledge he has a name. I wouldn't even think of calling him by his actual human name. He's just, to me, he's dad. He's an entity. You know, he always existed. He's there. He'll live forever. You know, he's 75. He's going to live to be much older than me. And that's it, okay? He's just, he's always been floating around in this universe. He's dad. He's nothing else. <laughs> okay? So, Steven, he's making him a character. You know, I'm calling my dad on the show later. Steven's dad is a character on his show. He's Pops Crowder. Anyway, listen to this. It's his 56th birthday. I don't often get super personal on here, but my dad is a bigger part of louderwithcrowder.com than many of you know. <laughs> Now, remember, this is before Louder with Crowder was on Blaze TV. This is before he was on CRTV. This was when it was just a YouTube show with a curtain and a TV behind him. You know, that original layout. And that's it. He's just a guy on YouTube. How was his dad more involved with Louder with Crowder than we know? Not only is he a guest on the show, not only is he a huge part of the stories that we decide to cover, but he's the biggest reason for everything that I am and all that I believe today. Now, it could mean, he could just mean that it's as simple as he gets his politics from his dad, he takes after his dad, whatever, okay? It could be that. I'm not the only one who's noticed this, and there have been other leaks. I've been claiming this for a long time, that his dad's in charge. In fact, I was the first one that I'm aware of to float the theory that Steven Crowder's dad puts together those big binders of facts he has at the Change My Mind events. You know, when he like break, when the kid that he's antagonizing, that when he's antagonizing a baby into being in a debate, and he's like, well, actually, if you check the statistics, and they're like, okay, so show me the statistics then. And he's like, well, okay. And he takes out this giant binder and goes, whoosh, 
onto the table and all the mugs start shaking. I think his dad puts those together. I can't remember for the life of me what made me think that. I saw something in one of the videos where I just, I started to notice the people in the background. Every video, it had his producer guy there that you see in studio. You could see his wife in the background. She's there most of the time. You'll, look, you'll see the, the tall blonde girl back there smiling. She's always smiling at everybody. But then I started to notice the old guy. Now, Stephen will have bodyguards at these events. So at first, I think this old guy is just some bodyguard that he's got bringing along with him. He brings these guys, by the way, because early on in his man-on-the-street career, he got knocked out. Fudge out. Some, uh, the, he went to a union protest, and every single person there just beat the living tar out of him. Okay? So he starts bringing bodyguards to these things, and I'm looking at these bodyguards and going, that guy's too old to be... And I, look, I know he does Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that guy's too old. Who's that guy? And I look into it. It's his dad. And I start, every time I watch one of his videos, I start noticing him. And in one of the videos, I can't remember which one, or I'd have it here ready for you. There's too many to go through now. In one of the videos, it seemed like his dad, what, why, why are all of the messages in the chat message retracted? What is going on? It seemed like in the videos that his dad was the keeper of the books, okay? I don't know how, how else to describe that to you. It was a feeling I've got, and a lot of times, I'm very intuitive with these things. I just can feel something, and it turns out I'm right, okay? It's happened many times. Happened this past week, our Friday show in the Pizza Fund. If you're not in the Pizza Fund, join the Pizza Fund. Join our mug club, the Pizza Fund, Pizza. We do this Friday show. I can't tell you what it was about, but I was telling the audience, I had this feeling. I got a comment from a guy. I had a feeling about the comment. Not only was I right about this guy, but we got a flood of information about him. It was crazy, okay? You're going to have to watch that one to know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. That stays behind the paywall, but I get these intuitive feelings about things, okay? Message expunged. Everybody's doing, all right, guys, stop with the message retracted as a joke in the chat. Okay, it's very distracting. It's more distracting than whoever's message was removed as a thing to not be distracting, you know? All right, stop it with it. So I had this intuitive feeling, and I started looking into it. And I've done some deep, deep diving. And not only am I the first one to think this, but there is evidence to point to this, and there's weirdly a complete lack of evidence when it comes to the owner of Louder with Crowder. Now, you would think a guy like Steven, he'd be proud of the ownership of this company he built from the ground up. Why would he want to hide that? Well, what if he's not the one in charge? What if his daddy is doing it all for him? And I found little bits of evidence here and there. And there's even a leak out there. I'm going to play for you this leak. There's this leak out there where somebody even kind of spills the beans on how involved Pops Crowder is with all of this. But I'm looking through all this evidence, okay? And I can't find a single shred of evidence as to where Steven Crowder has lived in the past eight years. And you can find anybody. 
Okay, you can find anybody. I checked through his wife, him, his family. The evidence all points back to his dad's house. Eight years. And it's his dad's house that it all points back to. Why doesn't he have his own mailing address? Why doesn't he have any public records of where he lives? It all says his dad's house. And I found this one little weird shred of something that pointed me to, I know he works out of Dallas, Plano, Texas, somewhere in there. I found this one little shred of evidence that pointed me to this weird little shopping center in Plano, Texas, where when you put in his family's information, this place pops up. And I checked it on Google Street View, and I went to every year looking on the sign, seeing what's there. And apparently, at some point, they were recording Stephen's show out of this location, just some little strip mall place. It might be where they're currently recording it. Now, I'm not here to dox anybody, but the point of all of this, it all leads back not to Stephen, but to Stephen's dad. Stephen's dad runs louder with Crowder. Change my mind. When we come back, we're going to get into the evidence, and we're also going to get into the Gooniverse of Fathers, and later we'll speak to my dad. Stay tuned. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The effing N-word. The N-word is coming, and it's coming hard. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. The N-word. I can't say the N-word. The N-word guy on Twitter. A dumb pile of garbage named Jesse, piece of shit, say the N-word on his podcast. I'm going to say the N-word. No, 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 no. And all I like to say is I thank Dad for making me strong. Join our call on Facebook. Podawful.com slash call. Support the show. Join the pizza fun. Potawful dot pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza. Potawful dot pizza. All right, are we having fun? I hope you guys are. Join that pizza fund if you want to support our show. We don't have ads. We don't have sponsors on the show. We don't monetize our YouTube channel. We're fully fan-funded. And by the way, if you're not in the pizza fund, you're missing half of all pot awful. You know, this is a long, ongoing storyline. It's like watching Breaking Bad. You can't really miss but so many episodes before you're completely lost. So join the pizza fund, potawful.pizza. You get immediate access to an archive of of premium content, bonus content, the likes of which you've never seen, dating back, by the way, those eight years that Steven has potentially lived with his dad, his wife, (laughs) he and his wife have lived with his dad. It goes back eight 
years, okay? At the very least, there might even be older stuff in there. Depends on the level you join. Many levels to choose from, but you can join and test it out for yourself. Take it for a test drive. The same way Steven wanted his wife taken for a test drive, you can take the pizza fun for a test drive. Join for only $1 a month. Get immediate access to over 60 hours of content. Nobody else does this. You're not going to find that deal anywhere else. It's all for you for a buck. If you like it, you can upgrade. If not, thank you so much. But if you like what we do here, it's a way to support it. I don't have a real job. This is it, okay? This is what I do. And believe it or not, despite what the internet says, my dad does not run my podcast. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, guys, up there. The cheap seats, thank you. And again, remember, I am the former father of two dead children who were killed by a racist black cop, so obviously I could use your money. Okay, let's do a little bit more Father's Day, Daddy's Day type stuff here. We're going to come back to the Steven stuff in just a second. If you're here just for Steven, don't worry. We're coming right back to it, but I want to kind of lighten the mood a little bit here before we get into the crazy stuff. So I want to say an appreciation to a father out there that I know and love. No, not my dad. Somebody else's dad. A guy by the name of Charles Howell. And what is a daddy's day without a dad joke or two? One of my favorite type of dad jokes, by the way, are parody songs, okay? Now, you might not think of parody songs as being a dad joke, but they are dad's love And you tell me if this isn't your experience. Dads love to walk around a house singing a song. And as they sing it, they change the lyrics to be about whatever's in front of them or something being gay. I don't know about your dad. I've seen it. So Charles Howell with a dad joke uh, for this Daddy's Day. Take it away. If you're a homo and you know it, suck a dick. If you're a homo and you know it, suck a dick. If you're a homo and you know it, you'll see a cock and fucking blow it. If you're a homo and you know it, suck a dick. (laughs) Driving driving home from work and I just came up with that song and I thought, (laughs) I'm going to sing it for you. Uh, Anyway... New hat. Look, it's a different hat I've got on. Oh, cool. It's a different weird fucking hat. And- Hi, fuckers. Anyway. This video, sadly, he didn't in- he didn't intro it with his classic catchphrase of "Hi, fuckers." So I'll do it for you. Hi, fuckers. Um, I'm gonna let him. It- by the way, I'm gonna let the whole video play because this is. Daddy's Day. I'm going to give him his chance to plug his stuff and all of that. I do want you to subscribe to Charles Howell. We did a whole episode with Charles about Charles on this channel. Look that one up. Go subscribe to Charles. If you like my uh, videos, you can always share them. Um, you can uh, click like if you uh, desire. You can leave a comment in the comment section below, and I will respond to you or, or, my fine. My fine little nigglets, you... <laughs> Dads, man, am I right? Dads, okay. By the way, if you want to know where I get all of my comedy ideas, I steal everything from Charles Howell. Or, or my fine, 
my fine little nigglets, you can become a subscriber to my channel. Yeah! That would be fun, too. So, until next time, my fine, my mean fine little nigglets, we will see you the fuck later! Uh-oh, uh-oh, It's sad. One day he's just... Oh, gonna... fuck, look, it's still going. Oh, Damn my it. God. What the... <laughs> One day he's just going to crash his car and die. It's going to be really sad. Charles Howe, happy Daddy's Day. From Pot Awful to you and yours, I hope your daughters aren't being cunts to you. Is it daughter or daughters? I don't remember. I know you got one, and she's kind of a cunt to you. I think you're a great guy. Happy Daddy's Day. Let's go to another dad of Pot Awful from the Gooniverse, a guy we've even got a theme song for. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Ching Chang Chong. A Vietnamese man with poor mental health In a bedroom surrounded by pictures of himself He'll rap about folk as it's his favourite soup Picture magnets on his car from the secrets kept Facebook group Hung Lao special moves running crime syndicates Library shootings are his favourite A love so strong even death, death cannot, cannot defeat, defeat it Chang is a 50 year old virgin Believe it Ching Chang Chong teeth black like hoisin Making ladies wet is his sweetest poison He wants to make a movie Now isn't that funny And fuck the just You know she'll never get money yeah all right by the way charles everybody in the chat room going yeah we love charles ha 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 i love him he's so great so here's ching Cheng chong one of our classic goons and ching Cheng chong recently became a dad he had a baby now the weird thing is a while back we did a show about ching Cheng chong i maybe it was in the pizza fund i don't remember it might have been our friday show where we were kind of speculating that maybe he had some pedophilic vibes going on you see he had a niece and boy did he like being with that niece and you could tell his sister didn't like him being around the niece it was creepy well now chang has a daughter of his own and he's posted many many videos about her they're all very strange but none of them stranger than this one right here Since my daughter is born, Avery. So the daughter's name is Avery, but he can't say it because, you know, I can't do the eyes. But, you know, imagine my fingers going up to my eyes, pulling epicanthic fold. You know the story. Avery. I don't want to fight no more. So. Chang's whole thing, he pretends he's an author, a writer, a producer, a filmmaker. But one thing he sometimes also is, according to him, is a fighter. So he doesn't want to fight anymore. I don't want to fight no more. I'm, I think I'm going to give up my ticket to Fight Island. <laughs> Excuse so, me? Now, if you missed that, one more time. I don't want to fight no more. I'm, I think I'm going to give up my ticket to Fight Island. <laughs> He's going to give up his ticket to Fight, fight Island. 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 The, the island, island, island where people, where people fight. fight. So, now, if you are as elusive and masterful a fighter as Ching Chang Chong you are given an ARC ticket that takes you to Fight Island where you battle 
tier by tier, a more powerful, masterful, sort of an elite four of fighters, okay? But now that his baby is born, his martial arts days are behind him, of course. And if you want a ticket to Fight Island, now's your chance because this might be the only way you ever get it, okay? So if anyone out there on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, interested in taking my place on Fight Island, you're welcome to. I don't think my daughter, my daughter. wants to see a grown man fight on an island like her daddy kill his opponent in the cage <laughs> yeah that's the problem he's su- he's such a murderer when he's fighting in the cage that he just doesn't think his daughter is can handle that she's too sweet too pure too magical i no longer have that killer instinct so i'm not going to fight island <laughs> And I will sell it back to you. If you want. If you want it bad. You want to become the champion that I have been. I let the young take over Fight Island now. I let the young. You let the young. Well, why not let your baby take over Fight Island? How about we turn it into Baby Fight Island? Please, somebody, for the love of God, contact this man and try to get that Fight Island ticket. I need to know what this is all about. He said he'll sell it to you. Try to haggle him down on the price. I'll pay you back. Okay, Fight Island. Let's somehow get there. All right, so there you go. A little levity in the middle of all this Crowder nonsense. Let's get back to the Crowder nonsense. Let's go to the other leak that happened. Now, this actually happened last year, right before my birthday. Last year, uh, but you might, might have missed it. And this is your problem, being a political idiot. a What I could only refer to as someone from political retard island. The other, which is, by the way, very close to Fight Island. If there's like a weird monsoon that happens, you're going to have some admixture going on there, and it's not going to end well. And by the way, the people it won't end well for are the fighters. The retards had the strength of two men and a little lady. So this came out, and the reason you political idiots have, uh, you know, gum in your brain is because if you are willing to watch stuff, from other people and listen to other opinions, you might already know about this. Now, maybe you have heard about this. Maybe I'm not revealing anything to you, but again, I'm just showing you all of the evidence in line that Daddy Crowder is in charge of Steven Crowder. And part of that evidence comes from a lefty guy. This guy's name is Sam Cedar. He hosts a show called The Majority Report. And... Last year, he leaked some audio from somebody where they were talking about the team that works for Steven Crowder. Now, to give you a little bit more setup here, Sam Cedar, he's seen Steven Crowder debate these children on college campuses over and over again. So he says, listen, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm fairly smart. I'm politically minded. 
I'm also fairly well known. He's got 869,000 subscribers. Why don't you debate me? And Stephen kept avoiding him and kept avoiding him. And then finally, he accepted the invite and then suddenly it fell through. Now he couldn't figure out, Sam Cedar couldn't figure out why did this fall through? Why didn't Crowder show up for the debate? Well, here is his answer. Let's take a look at this. As you can see, I was really interested in getting more information about Stephen Crowder. It work, I, it, but send me information about that other guy. I just have never heard of yeah. him. Um, and so that's Sam Cedar talking right there. He's on the phone with somebody who's part of this event where the debate would have taken place. He's asking questions. How did this happen? Why isn't Crowder going to show up? Yeah, that's a real shame. I about think you're Crowder. you're bigger. Yeah, I. I, I don't know what his team is doing around him, and that's you know just for me to speculate at this point. Um, he, I don't know. He has a team. He, he has a whole team, doing. and he won't do it. He can bring the team. Bring the team. Very nice. Yes, bring the team. You know this guy, Sam's here. He wants to debate him so bad because he knows he's going to make Crowder look stupid because he assumes if they have an actual debate with one another, Crowder's dad's big book of facts won't be on the table. You know. But then listen to this. I believe it's his father, but I can't yeah. confirm or deny that. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's his father, but I can't confirm or deny that. Well, kind of sounds like you just confirmed that, you dog brain retard. Uh, he has a team? He, he has a whole team and he won't do it? He can bring the team. I believe it's his father, but I can't yeah. confirm or deny that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not expert. That was just my inference. It's not good when a room full of lefties are all laughing at you and they're justified in doing it. Now, I'm going to play that one more time. But this time while I play it, I want you to picture Steven Crowder sitting Indian style in the middle of a crowded bar, sipping milk out of a silly straw, okay? I don't know. He has a team? He has a whole team and he won't do it? He can bring the team. I believe it's his father, but I can't oh. confirm or deny that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not they're, going, they're in the back and go, holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're right to do that it. That was just my inference. Again, I know a lot of you hate the left and all that stuff. Put that aside for right this second. This is embarrassing, okay? This is pure, petty embarrassment. Pause it. I want to make well, it clear. Uh, she says here, this is just her inference, so she doesn't know. She doesn't know. It's just her inference, but again, this is the organizer for an event where Steven Crowder was going to appear. So who is handling his appearance on his end? Why would she think it's his dad? Why would this woman who doesn't know who Steven Crowder is, by the way, you know how I know she doesn't know who he is? Because she just said that she thinks Sam Cedar is bigger than him, but that's not true. Even at this point, Steven Crowder was way bigger than Sam Cedar. He's got way more subscribers, okay? So she has no clue who this guy is. She wouldn't have any idea who his dad is, if he's involved with it. I mean, again, we're talking about a 32-year-old man. So you as a grown woman won't assume that another grown person's dad is handling things unless the person you spoke to on the phone is his dad. 
She doesn't know. I mean, it's just, it would be a weird thing to just sort of randomly say, I think it's his parent, his mom. His mom didn't want him to, or his dad didn't We're want him to. We're going to get into his mom, by the way. I don't know where to come up with that, but that's, that's the inference. Um, and then, and we uh, pull it back just uh, 10, 15 seconds. Then, I mean, you have to put yourself in my mind, like, this is the first I ever heard of that. And I'm like, wait a second. Crowder's not a teenager, right? Like, does his folks know he's doing this? <laughs> you got to worry about whether or not you can legally debate this. It might be pedophilia to debate Stephen Crowder. That's, that's a real shame. I think you're, Crowder. you're bigger. Yeah. I, you're bigger, see? I, I don't she know no what clue. his team is doing around last him. Year. And that's, you know, just for me to speculate. It's probably his biggest year was last Late year. At this point, um, he... I don't know. He I has a team? He, he has a whole team and he won't do it? So they're just playing. He can bring the team. I believe it's his father, but I can't oh. confirm it. <laughs> Uh-oh! Hang on a second. That's what I know. You're a strange animal. That's what I know. Strange animal. Wow. I mean, that's cut and dry right there, man. Night out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um... I'm not quite sure. That was just my inference. I understand. Well, I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's young, isn't he? Is he? He's not that young, is he? He's a young guy. He's he's in his 20s. Oh, okay. Nope, he's 31 <laughs> in this clip. He's now 32. He's going to be 33 in like a couple months. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, send me that. What about uh, Dave Rubin? Is he? Right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, by the way, let's say he was 25. You know, a virgin. Let's say he was 25. That's too old for your dad to be setting up your big boy debate with a famous man. <laughs> you know, that would be like that would be like Ethan Ralph calling my dad to get me on the kill stream. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So there you go. I mean, that to me. That is proof of the thing I claimed over a year and a half ago about Crowder. But again, not the only people noticing this stuff. Even his own fans are noticing this stuff. Let's take a look at this. This is posted to the r slash louder with Crowder subreddit. It says, the person who actually calls the shots on louder with Crowder is Darren Crowder, not Glenn Beck. Changed my mind. Now, I did not post this, but whoever did post this They have deleted their entire account, okay? This was one year ago, by the way, so maybe they saw my video. Maybe that's where they came up with this. But this is fine. Other people kind of agree. They're they're talking about it in here. There was an interesting part. One person comments, they say, a few people have claimed that Crowder called them uh, out on the show, challenged them to a debate, only to then rescind the offer later, most notably Sam Cedar. But why does Crowder keep doing this if it makes him look weak? My guess is that Darren Crowder is the reason. Okay, Darren Crowder doesn't, he micromanages his career, doesn't want to see his son get hurt, (laughs) and so actively steers these people away from him. Now, here's the interesting part. I was re-watching Gavin McInnes' clips and an affectionate but also revealing statement. Oh, sorry. And in an affectionate but also revealing statement, he talked about how Crowder's dad has too much of a hold over him and by extension, the show too. So now, Gavin McInnes is confirming this. Okay? People who know Crowder, 
people who are working with Crowder, people at events with Crowder, they're all saying this. They're all saying this weird daddy complex is going on, dad is too involved, right? They're all saying it. I have to wonder. Now, I could not find that Gavin McInnes clip, unfortunately. I didn't have enough time. Couldn't hunt it down. If you know the clip they're talking about, please post it in the comments of this video, okay? If you're stumbling upon this, watching some old stuff, going, oh, man, I hate that Crowder now. You happen to know that clip. You remember him talking about that. Find me that clip. I would love to play it on the show, and I will give you a shout-out, and thank you for helping me with that. So, I said, Crowder's dad, I found him on Facebook, I've been looking at their profiles, I've been trying to figure this whole thing out, I've been triangulating, I've been using my guy, my hacker, 1185, to try to get info every single time, I look for the info on Steven Crowder, it actually brings up his dad's info, his dad's address, to the point where I found an entire profile where his dad is giving away things for free on a website and putting his address out there. This is Darren Crowder, and he puts the, I mean, listen, I'm not doxing here because he put it. I'm just showing you a public website, but he's got the address right there, and this is the same address that shows up for Steven Crowder. He's given away a 32-inch TV, by the way. Works well. It's free for the taking if you want to go show up in their backyard and go take it. Here's everything he sold, and look at all this stuff. He gave a lot of this stuff away for free. So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why is he getting rid of all this furniture? And this was some time ago that all of this was gotten rid of, by the way. This isn't recent. So what, what is making him get rid of a couch? What's making him get rid of a TV? I can't figure it out. And then it hit me. You would probably need to make some room if about eight years ago, your grown son and his wife moved into your house with you. Now again, I can't confirm that that's what's going on here. But something strange is going on here with the dad. And of course, the dad, I've got his profile open here. The dad profile led to his mom's profile. I found his mom's profile. And I, again, I'm just trying to figure out if it, all I wanted to see, I know this sounds like creepy and stalking. I'm going to hear it from the chowder heads out there. They're going to be like, oh, you're a stalker. All I wanted to look for, all I wanted to find, was something that said, like, Crowder Media, LLC, and then Darren Crowder or Steven Crowder on it. That's all I was looking for. Couldn't find it. I did find his mom's profile, though, and I just noticed something very funny. And this is the part of the show where we get petty. I could use that 32-inch TV. You're right. If I could just get one more TV in here, we'd almost have everything perfect, Okay. But maybe I'll show up to Plano, Texas to try to get this TV. Let's get petty, okay? So I find his mom's Facebook profile, Francine, all right? And I notice this top banner here. Now, you saw his dad. You know Stephen's life. You would think these people are pretty well off. I've seen their house. It's a very nice house in a very nice neighborhood, spacious, beautiful, well-manicured lawns. These are well-off people. 
So it struck me as strange when I see on his mom's profile that she's got this banner that says, directly from our meadow to you, Young Living Essential Oils. And this is, I mean, I looked it up. I had to Google this. What is Young Living Essential Oils? This is a pyramid scheme. She's, she's like an Avon lady. She's like a Cutco salesman for essential oils, okay? She's doing a multi-level marketing scheme. Why does his mom need this extra scratch from what is obviously a scam? And I look it up. Wikipedia has an article on Young Living Essential Oils. It says... Young Living is a multi-level marketing company based in Leahy, Utah that sells essential oils and other related products. The company was founded in 1993 by Donald Gary Young, a controversial figure previously convicted for the unlicensed practice of medicine. This guy was pretending to be a doctor, okay? I can get it for you if you need pot awful. I work around there. The TV's not still out there. Those, all those listings are old, but thank you. That would be also insane to do. Please don't do that. Please do not go to Steven Crowder's house or his dad's house, whoever's house that is. Now listen to this. Young Living Essential Oils. In September 2014, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration warned Young Living over the illegal marketing of its products as treatments or cures for the Ebola virus and other conditions including Parkinson's disease, diabetes, hypertension, cancer, insomnia, heart disease, PTSD, dementia, multiple sclerosis, and I'm not kidding, autism. Autism. A.U. Gold. Now, isn't it strange, though, that of all of those cures that his mom's essential oils can do, it can't cure his fibromyalgia. Sorry, Steven. I mean, these essential oils are good, but they're not that good. Anyway, mommy needs to make a buck. Okay, so that's what's going on with Steven Crowder's mom. I got more stuff, to be honest, but I think it's time to get to my dad. I've been making him wait long enough, so let me call my dad. We're going to talk to Papa P.S. All right, you guys ready to talk to Papa P.S.? Let's give him a call. Call Dad on mobile on speaker. Calling Dad, mobile on speaker. There we go. Calling my dad. Do it the old-fashioned way here. This way he recognizes the number, you know, he's an old guy. Happy Daddy's Day to you. Happy Daddy's Day to you. 
Happy Daddy's Day, I'm a gay guy. Happy Daddy's Day to you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah, all right. Dad, how was your Father's Day? Yep. Back home. You have to worry about that coronavirus, don't you? Yeah, when you're old and when you're living in Florida, you do. You sure do. Is everybody that you know, you live in what's called an old people town, right? Yeah. And uh, everybody there is over the age of sixty. Yes. Pretty much. And so, how many of your friends and neighbors have died? <laughs> No, 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 no. Since the coronavirus, not in, not from natural causes, from the coronavirus. God, no, you're so morbid. Jeez, ugh, macabre. Well, actually, actually, I checked. Uh, I think it was the day before yesterday uh, to see uh, how many people in my town had gotten it, and right. only twelve. So only twelve had even gotten it. That's not even deaths. That's what they said on the 12th. So, do you even really believe in this Kahuna virus? Uh, what? I mean, I know I checked yeah. in with you on this before, but, you know, the, the information keeps changing on all of this. I mean, I believe, I believe, yeah, that there's a virus. I, I don't believe half of what they say you causes it. You were telling me earlier today you thought it might be a biological weapon released by the Chinese government or Bill Gates. <laughs> well, it might have been something they come up with to thin out their population, but then again, who knows? So your theory is China needed to thin out their population, so they released well, a... On. They re- <laughs> Well, come on. <laughs> That's a pretty good argument. Have you ever considered debating Sam Cedar? Um, uh, well, come on. <laughs> That's a pretty, I, I like that tactic. I might have to borrow that. Well, come on. Uh, so China's got too many people. So they think the best, oh, what can we do about this? Oh, I know. Let's release a worldwide pandemic virus. <laughs> that makes sense. Let's really make this a horror show. Boy, those old people in Florida are going to be pissed. <laughs> you know? Something like that? I'm just I'm just saying it's a possibility. <laughs> it's a hey, it is a po- everything's a possibility, am I right? In these yeah, days, in right. these days? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Have you heard what's yeah. going on with the uh, you know? Have you heard about the people, you know? Black Lives Matter. What? People. No, not what? I didn't say anything about black people. Jesus. But yeah, well, let's talk about. What's going ab- on? I mean, well, uh, this time last year it was, uh, uh, what, the Mexicans coming across the border? Okay, all right. We don't talk about the caravan anymore. That didn't happen. Forget yeah. about it. That's, that's over. Got that wall up now. 
Do we? Did we get the wall? I thought we got a fence in a couple places. No, he said last night we've got 200 and what? 212 foot of wall up. 212 miles of wall yep. up. I remember before Trump got in office, he was holding them rallies. And I remember when he promised us that we would get 225 feet of wall if he became president. <laughs> wow, what an achievement. Uh, you know, you understand 225 feet is nothing, right? No, I said miles. Oh, you said feet the first time. Okay. Oh, well, I, I corrected myself. I mean, honestly, 225 miles isn't very much either. It is when you're walking with a backpack on yourself. <laughs> you think these folks are walking? Do you remember that caravan? You know they were being brought over here, right? Well, they were bused to a certain part, I think. Yeah, who do you think was driving the bus? Who? Barack Obama. So, <laughs> and Israel. Israel, Bin Laden was there, probably. Yeah. Is Israel our greatest ally, Dad? Huh? Is Israel our greatest ally? Uh. No, I don't think it's that great. It's not. <laughs> it's a good one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. What makes him good? Because you watch a lot of Fox News, so I know you know like the inside scoop on Israel. What is what makes him so good to us? Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask Trump that, but I, I guess it's because they like the USA. I don't know why. Well, wouldn't you like a guy giving you billions of dollars for free? Every year? Yeah, I guess I'd probably like that guy, too. I might I might occasionally sink some of his ships for no reason, but I'd probably still pretend to like him, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you, had a, if you had a neighbor, or not even a neighbor, if you knew a guy in a different neighborhood who every, uh, every year he just mailed you a check for $2 billion, and then do you think you'd ever go over to his place and just sabotage his lawnmower? No, especially not my neighbor. My neighbor gives me $50 a month cutting his grass, and I don't <laughs> even do that. <laughs> okay, let's say that neighbor had two, <laughs> had two identical sheds in his backyard, and you saw them both collapsing on themselves at free fall speed. Would you, from your yard, dance while watching that happen and hold up a lighter? <laughs> no. Really? Okay. <laughs> Strange. All right. Well, anyway, great ally, Israel. Love him the best, frankly. So I wanted to ask you this, Dad. We've been talking about this guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Maybe you have because you watch Fox News. His name's Steven Crowder. You ever heard of that? Ever heard tale of a guy like that? Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. He's this. Uh, he's a younger guy. He's actually younger than me. And... Uh, he used to be a Fox News contributor. He's really big on the internet. He's a conservative late-night talk show host, right? And uh, he's uh, 32. He's married to a beautiful woman. They have no children. He's definitely not gay. Anyway, my question is, he and his dad, you know, in his, in his, his dad in his 50s started training to do competitive Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Okay. Uh, which is, I believe, what they train their soldiers to fight in in Israel, jiu-jitsu. And, and Steven Crowder himself also started learning jiu-jitsu. And have you ever, you know what jiu-jitsu is, right? You watch the UFC. 
Yeah. So it's all that grappling, those holds, you know, and right. uh, getting a guy's head in your crotch and holding him there. <laughs> now, let's yeah. say I got into jujitsu and you were like, oh, you know, that looks like some fun. Maybe I'll do it too. Would you ever spar with me in jujitsu where I'm holding your head in my crotch so that you can't get, <laughs> where you can't get out of there? Or would that be too weird? Be a little weird. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Listen, some families are close like that, you know? I don't know. I mean, are you okay if I give you a little hug? Yeah. Okay, what about a little kiss? Well, depends on where. Cheek, forehead. Uh, you're fine with cheek and forehead? What about the tip of your nose? No, that's fine. Sorry. That's fine. What if I give you an Eskimo kiss? That'd be all right. Okay. And what if I kiss you right on the mouth deeply? Then I'll start to wonder. That's weird, right? Well, I guess at our age it would be weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just again, Stephen Crowder, 32 years old, his father, 60 years old. He puts his dad in a leg lock where his dad's face is huffing his butt fumes. That's weird or not weird? Well, I mean, if you watch a UFC, that's that's a, that's how it is. But so they're not, not son really and father usually in the UFC, uh, right? They're not a dad and his well, boy. No. Okay. Well, no, not no. Usually, typically I, I, speaking, they're rarely a dad and his boy in the UFC. Would you say? Rarely. Very rarely. In fact, yeah. so rarely, I can't think of a single time. You I know? can't think of one either. I can't. I don't remember that time Kimbo Slice had his dad in a choke. Well, pro- <laughs> probably a bad example using one of the black ones. But anyway, okay. All right. I just want to check because we were we found out Stephen Crowder does this with his dad. And I thought it was weird, but, you know, I could have been wrong. Maybe you've always been wishing. Did you ever wish I was more into sports or things like that? Wish you were what? Like more into sports or anything like that? Or like man? Or sports. I mean, I know you're not really into sports, right? Well, I, li- I like certain sports. I like baseball. Okay. Uh, I like football. I don't like the money they pay them in football and all that. I've never really seen you watch any of these things, you know? Huh? I've never really seen you watch any of these things. Well, I'm talking about playing. I'm not talking about watching. Okay. Oh, See, my dad, he played high-level old man's t-ball. Wait, what was it? Softball. He played high-level, one of the tops. You were one of the greats, right? I think so, yeah. In your old guy circuit, I used to go watch you do it. Now, did you ever wish I was more of a baseball guy? You know, because I, I remember, you know, you guys used to make me do this as a child <laughs> where I would play sports, and clearly I was way too sassy to be out there. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, to each his own. Pick what you want to do. You didn't have any problem with me being sort of a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, into, and into whatever this is that I'm doing currently. You mean because you don't play sports, you're gay? I'm not making that claim. The world is, okay? So (laughs) whatever it is I'm doing is not normal, though. I mean, I think we can both admit that. 
Well, I mean, if you're good at sports, it probably pays a little more than being good at gay, being gay. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I'm not actually gay. You know I'm not gay, right? I have a fiancé. Okay? <laughs> have you seen Kelsey? She's a looker, you know? Uh, is she? Yeah. Do, is, by the way, by the way, does Kelsey look? Is she pretty or is she okay? Or? She's beyond pretty. Oh, well, calm down. Okay, hang on a second, Dad. So don't rev that engine too hard. All right, you're not taking her for a test drive. So, okay, I, I asked that because Stephen Crowder asked a guy if his wife was pretty before he married her, um, and she's like, she's like, just you know. Uh, uh, classically beautiful. She's like obviously a pretty girl, but he had to ask somebody. So I just thought I'd get your opinion. I didn't know you had all these opinions, though. Maybe I shouldn't have asked. Um, all of these opinions. Well, you asked me what she pretty. She's beyond pretty. She's a very pretty girl. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Hang on. All right, don't make me hang up on it. I might listen. I could take you, old man. All right. So I watch it. Uh, Unfortunately, they don't, they don't stay that way, though. <laughs> well, she's listening. Don't say that. God. What the? And mom. What if mom sees this? Jeez. What, <laughs> that just sounds like you mean mom. What if she watches this? Oh, I thought this was just between me and you. <laughs> you know we're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> just well, between me and you. There's, a, there's a hundreds of people watching right now. Thousands don't eventually. Don't <laughs> yeah, don't tell it. Guys, nobody tell my mom, okay? You're not allowed. Um, <laughs> okay, well, that did not go the way I expected. Jeez. I was just trying to make a light joke. Uh, speaking of making a light joke, it's Father's Day. I like dad jokes. I remember you telling jokes when I was a kid. Do you have a joke you can tell the people that you haven't already told before uh, when I've had you do this? I've been pooped up here so long, I haven't heard any jokes in, what, three months now. So You don't uh, uh, you don't remember any from long ago? I mean, you don't have a favorite joke you could tell I, a person? I can't remember. When I hear a new joke, if I don't tell it right away, I, that's it. I, I can't know. remember them to save my life. I know. Imagine being a professional funny person and not ever being able to remember jokes. People do that to me all the time. Kelsey, when I first started dating her, she'd be like, tell me a joke. And it's like, I, that's not how this works. I just make up things. I don't know. Um, you know, I did hear one, though, the other day. Can I tell you a joke? I'll, we'll do that. We'll end yeah. on that. All right. Now, this is, I, I'm not, this is not my joke. I'm sure it's been told a million times. Some of you guys out there probably heard this before. Dad, this is just for my dad. I don't know if he's heard this one. Um, heard this on uh, some YouTube show or something. I'd give credit. I don't remember who I heard it from, but it's an old joke. This is an old one. I think you'll like it. All right. So this reminds me of the types of jokes you and uh, Uncle Jerry would tell. Okay. Maybe a little raunchier than that. But so uh, there's two black guys, right? This is a good start. <laughs> two black guys are walking down the street, right? Okay, and they're, uh, they're walking along, and you know they're looking in their pockets. They don't got so much money. They're looking for something fun to do. They pass by this place. It's a new, brand-new building built in their city. They're looking at it. It's real shiny, real nice, real weird. They got a sign out front of the building that says, uh, for a dollar, we'll turn you white. You ever heard this show? 
No. Okay. So for one dollar, we'll turn you white. So you know, Slappy and Ski do. They're looking in their pockets, see if they can scrounge together a dollar. Slappy's got ninety nine cents. Ski do's got a dollar oh one. You know, he says. So, so Ski do goes. Listen, Slappy. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna test it. See if it works. And if they do be turning me white, I come out here, I give you the penny, you go in, and you do it too. And Slappy goes, okay. So, <laughs> so Skidoo goes in there, and there's a big flash of light. Boom, pow, poof. And Slappy's like, whoa. Skidoo comes out. He's the tallest, blondest, blue-eyed most handsome, whitest alabaster, porcelain skin you ever seen. Nordic man. Shining. I mean, just a glow about him. You know, bright white teeth. He's wearing a brand new Armani suit. He's looking like a million dollars. And Slappy goes, Well, Jesus! They done made you white at work. All right, give me the penny. I go in there. And Skidoo looks at him and says, get a job, nigger. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I hadn't heard that one. I'm going to tell that one, though. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the old guys at Burger King. All right, Dad. Happy Daddy's Day. All right. Thanks for talking to me. Bye. Okay, credit to whoever came up. I I think that's a pretty old joke, though. I've heard that in many different forms, many different places, but not not my joke, but I knew my dad would like it. Um, They're they're trying to call it in the chat. There's a delay in the chat, but they're trying to call the end of the joke. Jesse stinks at telling jokes. That's retarded. Um, Oh, sorry, that's P-tarded. You can't say the N-word. I've made sure it's a hate crime. Sorry, too late. I love the N-word. I'm allowed to say I am at the N-word on Twitter. I'm the person who gets to determine who says the N-word or not. Okay, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Papa P.S. Happy Papa's Day to one and all. I'd love to see that Gavin clip. I'd love any proof you can find. I want you guys to be my sleuths out there. Let's try to find out if Steven Crowder's dad is in charge of Louder with Crowder. The evidence is mounting. It's out there. We're on the verge. Help me find it, and I will report on this. We will come back with more of that evidence as it comes in, okay? I would love to do that with you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, we are live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time over in the Pizza Fund, potawful.pizza. It's another episode just like our free one on Sunday. If you don't get that one, you're missing out on half the show. You can join the Pizza Fund at $12 level for that episode over at podawful.pizza. Thank you so much, everybody. Until next time, have an awful day. Head over to podawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at podawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Podawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at podawful.com.